This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 474, Spotlight on Guardians of the Galaxy, volume 2. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. This is episode 474. It's our Spotlight on Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. I'm joined by a bevy of co-hosts. We have... Chris Lucas. Todd. Alex. Paul. Tibor. I call only one person have a last name. Yeah, I do it all the time. I think we pointed that out last really time. I think we did. <laughs> uh, so let's go quickly around the room. So most of us just saw the movie. Tibor, you saw it yesterday. So you've had more time for it to sink in. Yeah. Uh, to think about it. Um... What did everyone, quick quick thoughts, quick hits, Chris, immediate takeaway. Could have been worse. Okay. <laughs> but not bad. Not bad, no, I'm not saying that, I'm just saying. Yeah. There's been, there's sequels out there that have been absolutely worse than the first ones. And okay. This one could have been worse. Todd? Wasn't bad. Okay. Yeah, absolutely a number two sequel, but it was, it was enjoyable. Okay. I liked it better than the first. Ooh. Ooh. Always one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Tibor. No, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun movie. Was it better than the first one? I don't know if it was better than the first, but it was fun. That's the tough thing with with sequels, right? Because yeah. like you have to kind of you want to grade it on its own, but it's almost impossible, especially when you have something that was kind of a surprise so success. Because no one expected Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, to be any good. It was at the time everyone thought this was Marvel's big gamble. You know, is Marvel finally going to have a misstep? And it wasn't. It was actually a runaway success, but no one really expected that of the movie. So then going into the second one, there's extremely high and lofty expectations, and it's hard to match a surprise success. Not just a success, but one that was a surprise because now the cat's out of the bag you know they they did a lot of going back to the well here we had a lot of revisiting elements of the first movie and similar humor similar type of humor similar similar beats um you know the, everything was kind of what you liked about in the first one but a little bit more of that so the music um the, uh, drax's humor like a lot of this was just it was everything a little bit more and sometimes pushing it a little too far yeah, I, like one thing I really enjoyed about the first one was the music, mm-hmm. and I thought again this they did a good job in this film, but it was very crack that beer, don't crack hide. that beer. Come on, Adam. Ah, ah. Right on podcast. There you go. There you go. Ah, there you go. Be a man. That's good audio. Right there. Fin- oh, you did finish the number first two. One. Number two. Adam's gonna be hammered. On <laughs> <laughs> um, volume two. Face. He's going for volume three. Volume two. That's right. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I thought yeah. Um, <clears throat> they relied on the music a lot in this one, mm-hmm. kind of because it was so successful the first one. So they could have pulled back a bit on that, but now he's got a Zoom. Yeah, he's three hundred songs for the next one. But that that did seem like a, a weird choice, like not a weird choice, but like yeah, the first time, the first movie, the soundtrack people liked it, but and it was integrated, but not over the top. Whereas this, like every, track I felt like it was, was almost like a character in the first one. And if you yeah. go back to our podcast on the first one, I think I said the same thing. Yeah. No, I agree. The music was a character, but here it was almost like that character was being pushed too far forward. Yeah. Yeah, I, I still like the music, don't get me wrong. Um, it just felt, especially, and like I like the opening sequence, the fact that you know you have group dancing and all this kind of stuff happening in the background. But again, we kind of, we've had an opening sequence with some of the character dancing the music before. Like, again, what made the first movie fresh, this one just kind of went back to the well. But I, I actually want to turn it over to Paul because Paul's one of the movie was better than the first one, and I think all of us have kind of said yes, it was Paul, an, what's up? it was an enjoyable film, but not quite as. There's just something that wasn't quite as good as the first one. We can't, I can't quite put my finger on exactly why that was for me. But Paul, what did you think that made this movie better? Well, in my humble, meaningless opinion, um, I'm not very attached to the first one. I don't have a problem with it. Okay. Um, 
I guess a personal kind of dislike for me is just you know their angle in the MCU of the Nova Corps because I'm a huge you know Nova fan and, mm-hmm. and it, we know it's driven by the director not thinking having this overpowered character that is Nova in this had no place. Okay. So because most of these characters are fairly grounded from a power perspective, none yeah. of them are really over the top. No, I mean, their biggest perform. superpower is like durability more than anything. Yeah. The fact that Drax doesn't die. <clears throat> yeah, right. uh, yeah, it's pretty and, crazy. And yeah. there's some super strength from Gamora to a degree, but that's about it. Um, but um, yeah, I guess the first one was was good and fun. I think this one to me had a very it was still in its own bubble, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it had it never kind of lost its way. You know, it was really good from start to finish. Um, as much as Ego, um, yet again, was a one-and-done villain, um, I think he worked really well. I think mm. he was fleshed out. Um, you know, I can take him more seriously than I could Ronan okay. in the first one. It's interesting that you say that you felt that, you know, it did, like I felt that this movie meandered. I thought that yeah. there was almost too much or too many side, like people being split into different kind of segments that at times... There was a part where, like, I was like, you know, it's been a long time since we've seen Rocket. And, like, it just it felt like we, we there were so many kind of different parallel stories. It didn't feel as unified, whereas a big part of the first movie was kind of getting the gang, gang together and then kind of seeing what the gang did. And this movie, we didn't really get to see a lot of the gang together. No, but it was segmented, and this movie, I think, was, was made to build on the characters, right? So everyone kind of mm-hmm. had their, their side story to tell, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, the sisters reuniting. Yeah. You had kind of more background into Rocket and building on Yondu. I don't think you need to kill him in the end, to be honest. No. Yeah, I was a little um, disappointed to see Yondu die. I think I think I could have kept him around. Mm. Um, you know, baby group is cute, and he'll you know he's now teenage group by the one first yeah. credit scene. Um, you do know, you, do you think they overused the baby group? Because I remember a couple months ago when one of the first trailers came out, and a guy I worked with was like, "Oh man." I don't ever want to see this. I don't. I don't even know if I want to see this movie because of Baby Groot. I'm like, oh, why? He's like, because it's just that thing that everyone's going to go. Ah, oh, it's adorable, and they're going to lean on it too heavily, and it's just going to be this own thing. Whereas in the first movie, it was kind of a nice surprise. Yeah. And now it's going to be like its own thing. And I, every time we saw him here, I'm like, yeah, they are really leaning on this way too heavily. No, I don't think so. I think you saw ninety percent of his stuff in the previews already. You saw the bomb mm-hmm. scene. You saw him chasing the guy on the catwalk. Yeah. And the only thing you didn't see. Thing. Was the very beginning which he owned, but there's still a lot of other s- sequences. Where there's just a scene where he's trying to get the fin. Okay, yeah. there's that, but that, that's it though. There really yeah, isn't. But he, there's there's still a lot more. of. But there's still a fair bit of, bit of real estate, which is really if you boil down those scenes, it's look how look how adorable uh, Groot is, and the characters even mention it. Yeah, like it just it just felt like it took me like out of when like I kind of missed Big Groot, like when uh, like you're saying about the characters mentioning it when they were with the Ravagers. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, oh, can I stomp the whatever? Stomp him. Yeah, stomp him. Yeah. He's like, no, he's, he's absolutely adorable. Taser he's face? Yeah. yeah. Taser <laughs> face. Taser face. <laughs> yeah. But I'll be honest. I, I was thinking, like, when you were commenting about Ego, I wasn't a huge fan. I just thought that I felt like the lead up to all that was just slow. Like, mm. I yeah. just thought it was super obvious that something... But I was gonna have it like happen with him, like it was just. Like, I mean, I know nothing of the comics, right? So mm. you guys don't worry. That, that, that has nothing. This is all new. 
Okay. So yeah. Like, I mean, the idea of Ego being a living planet, that's from the comics. The fact that yeah. he's Peter Quill's dad is totally new, new. for yeah. the movies. That's not his dad in the comics. That's okay. a completely new thing, and which I'm, I'm more or less okay with. It just... I, I, I just, I just like, thought it was like a little boring. I wanted there to be more the development, of actual, that. like a different threat. Like obviously, ego was the threat, but it just felt, I don't know. It was very self-contained, like compared to the bigger universe of things. Yeah, and I was so felt, he, here. Here's the thing. Sorry to jump in on Yana. So I walked into this movie being concerned because obviously they show you little snippets of shit, but you didn't really get a sense of what the fuck was actually going to be this movie Can I, from the previous. Before you say anything else, I want to say that's what I like about most Marvel Studios productions is that you have no idea what happens in the movie, except for Spider-Man, where you see the entire movie in the trailer. Yeah, they kind of gave Because it that movie, much. I feel like there's no real surprises. But. While we're on that note, though, the only thing that I was disappointed with some of the, like, the scenes that they showed in the Guardians trailer, like the Mantis thing where she gets hit, mm. like some of the gags where it's too bad they didn't hold those back. Yes, because they were very like quick gags. The, yeah, and then they were ruined. But yeah. anyway, carry so my worry here, walking this movie, was is this going to be an Avengers, Age of Ultron, Avengers 2 syndrome where they're going to this movie will get lost setting up the next thing, yeah, like, building like, for Infinity War, like Civil doing War that kind of, right? of stuff. No, like Avengers 2. Civil War didn't really... Well, well Civil War felt so more like an Avengers. Yeah, but it wasn't setting up the next That's thing. Yeah, it didn't it was, set it up. Age of Ultron was, yeah, was yeah, yeah. its own thing. It felt yeah, hard because they were trying to build too many right, 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 right. Got you, yeah. Uh, up to the next thing. So... Yeah. Um, that was, I'm happy they didn't lean on that kind of stuff, but I'm also kind of sad that, again, yeah, it was in its own little bubble. Kind of like Iron Man 3, where it felt like there should be some kind of connection to the greater universe. Totally, or, or some level of build-up. No, there was no Thanos whatsoever, not even in a post credit scene. Yeah. So it was like, where where was that? I was kind of expecting something to happen there. I agree when with you. When was that. the last time we saw Thanos? Which What movie was it where he grabbed the, the gauntlet? Like, which... The post credit I'll do by myself. Um, and it was one of the post credit Was it Age of Ultron? Because right? that's Ultron. like two years ago. Like we've had a lot of Marvel movies since then. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of weird that we've seen nothing. Yeah. I, I agree that like I thought for sure in a post credit sequence there was going to be more, least that, more of a link. Like Adam Warlock one was the only. And as for the nerds who know what that Adam is, yes, um, well, that was the only one that was really worth can we, anything. Can we briefly spend a moment? Sorry, Alex. No, I would. I was like, I'm interested to know who's that well, I guy. I have no idea what Adam is. is. I mean, so I want to ask a question. No, that's, <laughs> yeah. That so, was my first so thought. There's, <laughs> yeah. So there's a number of post-credit sequences. So one of them involves the... What are they called again? The uh, Who's that group? The Gold... Well, the the original Guardians. The Gold People. The Gold Skin People. The Snobby Ones? Yeah, what were they called the, again? So this is, this, wasn't that memorable? Centurion? Or, uh, Celestials was... Uh, no, Celestials was Kurt Russell. So yeah. this is... Anyways, <laughs> anyway, whatever it was, we're, both, we're all forgetting it at the same time. It was the Golden People. The Snobs? They, 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 yes. Yeah, the Snobs. They talk about that they've created a new life form that's going to be perfect and that, that, that they've named this creature Adam. So in previous movies, we've seen a cocoon before, but... This is, I guess, where we're actually going to see the character. The classic combo character called Adam Warlock. Now, Adam Warlock um, is originally a synthetic being known as him, uh, who's created by scientists, but eventually becomes Adam Warlock, and he is a, very much a cosmic character in the Marvel comics. He is traditionally a foe of Thanos, which is kind of weird that we're not getting him right now, because uh, they've kind of said that Adam Warlock is not going to be in Infinity War, which is the next um, Avengers movie, which is only weird to people who know about Thanos because they are traditionally opposing forces. Oh, just like, well, like 
a lot of other people who also oppose Thanos, but Adam Warlock is the biggest one. He's a cosmic character. Mm-hmm. He's a classic Marvel cosmic character. It's just weird. He's not going to be in the, in the next one? He's not going to be in the next one. They've <laughs> oh, said that weird. he might be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, but he wouldn't be in well, Infinity just, War. They just allude that he's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy yes, 3. Well, or that he's going to show up somewhere in the... Mm-hmm. I thought that was like the, the only connection to... Infinity War? Yeah. So that's the thing that kind of bugs some people. I don't really... I, I, I as much as like Thanos' big storyline that people always point to is something called the Infinity Gauntlet which is obviously we've seen him kind of wanting to wield uh, there's a storyline called Infinity Gauntlet and, and one of the main people who opposes him is Adam Warlock in that story so some people are upset that he's not showing up and that we're not actually going to see him in the movie or is that just a like, thing that they're saying and it's possible I mean they could be <clears> lying but there's also been no casting or anything that maybe they're just keeping it really fucking quiet uh, in this day and age, it's hard to do. In this day and age, it's hard I to know, do something but you never know. quiet. But you know, you're you're not. Imp- you know, it's not like you're wrong. It's possible. They've but. shot everybody that said anything. <laughs> that's I mean, sad. it's not behind the mouse. This is Trump America. So it's interesting. So we had five post-credit sequences. So some of them were very just fun. So we had um, what's his name, Craglin, trying to master the arrows of uh, Yondu, yeah. <laughs> and then stabbing Drax. Yep. So that was that was cute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> trying to remember all of them now. We have one with Sylvester Stallone, which was... Now, to the, I want to ask a question because of this at this table, there's two of us who know comic books and there are don't. What did you think of Sylvester Stallone being here and did it mean anything to you? No. Well, it's just weird stuff. I went with just another buddy that said that is a comic guy, so okay. he explained to me that the, they're the original Guardians, right? That he's, he's the chief of a gang we don't know about. Yeah. This is... This is Sci-fi expendables. So, so, <laughs> for, some, for, some reason, for some reason, Rocky's a uh, uh, Ravager. That's pretty much what I got. Yeah, so the thing... So it's kind of... This is what interested me, because I'm obviously a comic book fan, and I kind of... I look for Easter eggs where possible, so they kind of build in that he's had got a team of... Uh, I guess Ravagers, but these characters are actually from, in the comics, the Guardians of the Galaxy that we know that from the movies, uh, have only really ever been a team since about 2008 or so in the comics, so it's a relatively new thing. Uh, the name Guardians of the Galaxy has been around since the early 60s, actually late 60s, I should say, and it was a different team, 70 or 3000, and they had different characters completely, of which Yondu was originally one of them, he had a giant fin, just kind of like the one we saw in this movie, and he was an archer, so they kind of kept that piece of his personality. And then the other characters, some of the ones that we see in that this in in this movie, uh, when they kind of do the uh, salute to Yondu when he's dying. Yeah, when when he's bringing the gang back, but uh, Stallone at one point, he's yeah. like, uh, it's been a while. Exactly. Uh, nice to be back. Like so we uh, see mirror some face. Of those, exactly. The so chick. We have the prism. We have that guy <laughs> who's just kind of see through. So uh, like the like. Talking helmet, yeah. yeah. So those, those those characters are part of the original Guardians of the Galaxy in the comics, who are from the year three thousand, which they just kind of repurposed as being in this reality, but previously a team of some sort of which John knew was part mm-hmm. when he was younger. So I, I I like that as a comic book fan, super nerd fan service. Exactly, it's it's fan service, and to anyone else, it's kind of. But it just felt weird to me, like why even bother with Sylvester Stallone? Like that's. Yeah, he had a pretty bit part for It's such for a small Stallone. part for a guy who's, you know, a, not maybe a big movie star anymore, but he's definitely like a name. Like could they could they could him. they do a, they could. A, a spin-off with that team? If they wanted to. I, I think that'd be a hard sell because no one knows the characters at all. But I also would have said about eight years ago that Guardians having a Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy That's movie it. would no, nobody no, nobody knew these guys as exactly. well. Right? So I think you tag team them with the group. I, I was gonna say if anything, it's probably a, a part three. 
it just kind of loses significance because, like, in the comics, we've had team-ups between the future Guardians and the present Guardians, but it's always, like, a time travel story. It's kind of more fun that way. As just kind of this weird group of Ravagers that's kind of stranger. Um, trying to think, what are the other post-credit sequences? We've got... Teenage Groot? Yeah, Teenage Groot. Teenage Groot. How do you feel about that? So, at the end of the first movie, we had Baby Groot, and that's the Groot we had in this movie. So, in theory, we could be stuck with... To be, fair, to be fair, did we not have toddler Groot in this, I guess? Well, no. He's he was, not, he was baby still, Groot he, was still in the pot. Yeah, he was still in the pot. Okay, well, I would say... Maybe, he had legs now. Okay. But they call maybe him not, Baby maybe, Groot. No? Maybe more like school-age Groot. Like, he was definitely a little bit older. Yeah. Still kind of dumb. No, I, I took him as a toddler, like two, three years old. All right, well, he has a big jump now. And that like, ima- ima- imagine, like, trying to convince your two, three-year-old, go get this from the drawer. That's exactly what it'd be like. Mm-hmm. Keep coming back with something different. I just yeah, feel like a tree wouldn't grow that fast. <laughs> well, it's just like... Well, here's here's a question. Space too. tree, though. I had a question about the yeah, timeline. Space line. tree. Because didn't it started in 1980, and then we jumped forward 34 years in the future, 2014. So we're not even in the present technically. Like, was that that seemed a little strange that they'd be that specific in, in timeline? Did anyone? Did that bother anyone else? Or I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't I even just, catch I, it. Like, I just I did sense. the math, and I'm just like, okay, we're in 2014. Which whatever. is when the first movie came out, right? But like, it just kind of. I found that bothersome because I'm like, there's got to be a reason. Like, they don't, still, is that they don't, maybe because Groot didn't grow that much? I don't yeah, know. Just say maybe it wasn't long after the first one. And so may, yeah. maybe so they literally tried to keep it within. That's possible. I just it kind of to keep the the baby Groot a baby as long as possible. The fact that they were that specific just made me very curious as to why they would make that choice because we know that the Guardians are going to be in Avengers: Infinity War, which just comes out. With. Which I guess you need teenage Groot for. I guess we're going to have teenage Groot for that. So I don't think they should have uh, cast Kurt Russell to be his younger. Yourself. It was kind of creepy. I thought it was a dad and a mom and a daughter first, and then obviously they de-aged him. Yeah, like it was just like that was like the Downey de-age. It was a gross uh, old Iron man, man three, with right? like dyed it's, hair. It's crazy. But, but the Fetter era, so it was yeah, like, yeah. yeah he, he was rocking a solid perm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, that was awesome. It's the feather, the feather look. It looked kind of like pl- uh, Plaskin, man, Snake Plaskin when he was. Yeah, it did. Well, it's interesting how good the de-aging technology has Oh, it's gotten really good. Yeah, it's actually impressive. Like it. It's not that many years ago, but you go back to look at like Tron Legacy, which is only like five years ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. And it already That's funny, looks I didn't even think of that. So much more re- so much more fake than the current ones. Yeah. I mean now we have characters who are dead who are just acting rocking around alive like Moff Tarkin and uh, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah it's getting crazy, right? yeah. So like you don't even need someone to be alive anymore, like you can just figure it out. So uh, they did a good job on young Kurt Russell. Although it's interesting that both movies started out with, you know, these flashbacks to the eighties. Um, well, it was to show the the, oh, yeah. the, the egg. Sure. The egg, yeah. yeah. Well, how do we feel about ego? Does, like, I as a comic book fan, I have certain thoughts, but I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't big on it. No, okay. I, that was a little weak. Dud, what are your thoughts on ego? The living. Uh, I guess uh, like he's been on so many planets and obviously can become any shape or form. And he's a man whore. a man whore, that's for sure. <laughs> Spreading a seed everywhere. Well, I, bet, I mean, millions of years, though, he said, right? I mean, millions of years, yeah. That's oh, but so like... Funny. You're going you're to wreck up a few asses. And they confirm he has a penis. Could you imagine? Yes. That kill count would be, like, <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, to be fair, actually, I was going to say, was a, this movie did seem to have, like, a crazy kill count, though. Like, think yeah. about... Oh, what's, yeah. What's his name? The Rogers? Um, the, they killed well, many of them. With the, the arrow, like, how many guys did he take out in that sequence? 
his own Okay, I, I wasn't yeah. necessarily meaning like kill as an actual kill. I know, but... Kill <laughs> count as in yeah. how many chicks he yeah, I know, I know. But I'm just saying in this movie, though, it's a crazy kill Well, count. he even had that one little it's montage getting... where just get it growing, growing, how many different species yeah. or yeah. Yeah. Oh, things yeah. that he did. But anyway, like, I just found it weird that... He maybe he he was like a human, or maybe they perceived him as a human because mm. that was the only one that had celestial yeah. genes or something like that. Was it not weird to everyone that on his planet when he's explaining everything to Peter that he has like perfect dioramas of everything? Like it was just super like weird to me. I'm like, it's one thing if you kind of cut away and it's like a shot, but he's actually showing Peter these things. I'm like. But he just has this all ready to go. Like he's well, he's, he's a super. Like, maybe he did, right? Yeah. He, maybe he had all this planned out because he knew he knew from when Peter held the Infinity Stone that he mm. didn't die. So he's like, okay, I gotta, well, I gotta be. You see all the bones of his other children true. and the things. So he's done his presentation before. This is true. The PowerPoint's ready. You just gotta tweak it at that point. There's no having to actually do it, right? I did like that they came up with a suitable reason for why he hadn't found him yet and how he found him now. Yeah. Uh, What was the reason? I don't remember. Well, the fact that like everyone knows who Star Lord is now because of what happened in the first movie with him grabbing the Infinity Stone and having Yonder would have get him, but then kept him. Yeah, hit him. But I but I also I also found too that they they really changed Yondu's character a lot in this one. You think so? Like in that he was actually like with Quill. Mm -hmm. Like he didn't keep him for any other reason outside of he knew. That if he dropped him off there, he was going to end up dying. Mm. That's why he kept him, because he was trying to save him. I don't think it feels that different from the yeah, way that they say. had the relationship with the first one. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah. even the fact that all of his Ravagers are, Ravagers are mad at him is because he has this, yeah, you know, this bond favorite. with him. And he, it's his favorite. Yeah, he's, yeah but I just, I, I, just, I, just, I just think they, they made him a little bit more emotional. It's Mary Poppins, y'all. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, that was great. You know, that was actually, great. actually, like, who's he? You know, his guy is, is he cool? He's pretty cool. <laughs> he tells yes. He's pretty cool. I think it's more that you know what his guys are right. The guys that mutinied against him were right. He's 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 soft. Yeah. Right. And I think you just saw a little bit more of that mm. in this because clearly he he looked at himself as Peter's dad. Yeah. Right. Not his. Father, his biological father, his dad, his dad, yeah, his the dad. guy that raised him. Yeah. Because they, even when they did the flashbacks, when they showed like mm-hmm. it was Yondu like teaching him how to shoot and doing this, like when they yeah. had that flashback scene before Quill like started to fight back against um, mm-hmm. Ego, right? All that so. daddy issue line for me, for me, it was like, like, everyone has fucking daddy issues. No, no, but they were. It, it was it was <laughs> yeah. too long. I felt I felt like you know his mom, and then all this daddy issue, and then he said, "I kill your mom," and then he like. Lose a shit. You know, and you know what's interesting too is that because like in the first movie, the thing that kind of brings him back is him thinking about his mom. And here it's kind of the same idea of family, but this time it, the actual father figure he had and kind of grounding him in reality. I think so, I heard the whole audience groan when they started throwing the baseball around. I was just like, man. Yeah, that was I think it was intentional, though. Like, it was yeah, meant it to was. be. Like, one toss would have been good, but then they went back and forth. I'm like, really? <laughs> well, that's a, I, Russell's a big uh, baseball fan, too. Yeah. Though. And he played baseball as a kid, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay, so now... Well, and his dad is, like owned a baseball team in Portland. Anyway. How do you know this now, much about Kurt Russell? Because there's well, a documentary on Netflix, yeah. and oh, okay. I've battered bastards well. of baseball. Will, Check it out. If yeah, you, it was a, pretty I'm good. I'm plugging it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so those, <laughs> they thank you. No problem. So those keeping score at home, now we have 
the Martha issue in BVS, we have Nurse Soldier <laughs> killing Iron Man's mom, and now we have Peter Cole's mom getting killed by his dad. So we're now, last three movies in a row, we have mommy issues. Yes, that's a lot of... Well, even fucking Gamora and Although, her sister. that's like, not new, because we already had mommy issues. Yeah, that's true. He had mommy issues in the first place. Like three Is years it really ago? her no. sister anymore, I get though? Because she seems to just be an android. Pardon me? Well, Nebula, but, 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 Nebula but, but, just seems to be the, an android. But the, but the two of them have some serious daddy issues, too. Right? right, like that's like their their frayed relationship is because their father is Gamora part android or is she no. what is she <laughs> just an alien? No, and the reason what's her face is more of an android is because she, she ripped said, her apart. He ripped her apart every time he lost to Gamora. Right? Now that's as a pretty child. different in the comics, but not so much. But Gamora does have like I don't think anyone really cares. She has yeah. Scars. Yeah. Is, that, is that what that is? Their scars? I think they were face? just regular markings of race. Yeah, I was because gonna say like they the, look kind of metallic. Though, it, but. In the comics, it is well documented these days that Thanos kind of like Ego has spread his seed all over the place <laughs> although in the comics he also then made an effort to then murder every single one of his progeny so it's a little bit different but although not so much because obviously Ego ended up killing all his progeny yeah. too but that was more because they were just yeah. useless uh, I have a question for Paul how do you feel about them intertwining the idea of the Celestials and Ego because that's that's new like, like from a comic book's perspective, that's not a thing that exists in the comics. Like, no. Ego and the Celestials are completely separate things. We know that we've heard of Celestials before in Guardians of the Galaxy. We had Nowhere was built out of the Celestial's head. Yeah. Um, so now we have another in the race of Celestials who has then become Ego. How do you feel about them mingling the concepts? I know, with, with Ego... Which is not the first time we've seen in the MCU. We've seen the Tesseract, you know, that's supposed to be... The cosmic cube being merged with you know one of the infinity stones. stones. Yeah, so exactly. Like the first time we've seen something like that. No, no, and I'm okay with it because ego DNA is still one of those high end. Um, they had the shot of him on the, the face, the on face the on the planet, which yeah. I appreciate. I was happy. That yeah, they had that. I wanted that right. Um, so I'm glad we got that. It's ridiculous, but it's well. a classic comic. Yeah, because if you don't have that weird shot of that face with the beard on top of a planet, yeah. then you don't have ego. Because so. I think that Living Tribunal, um, mm-hmm. Epoch stuff, like I can't remember all the names. I'm trying all to think the, back uh, all, all my trading cards. Universe, that kind of yeah, stuff. all that kind of. So yeah, if you want to call them Celestials of the Universe as well and mix that up. Because all Celestials ever end up being in the comics are these just big metal statue things. They don't really do much. They're more, yeah. more or less deus ex machina. Yeah. They're these accusers. They, they judge people, but that's yeah. what it is. So if you want to mingle them in as some of those cosmic beings, then okay. I'm okay with it. doesn't bug me. Um, Eco. So what did you think of Kurt Russell's performance, guys? Yeah, I like Kurt Russell. I thought he did a good job. It's interesting well, because... No, of course you like him. You're a big fan. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> huge fan of Kurt Russell. No, I, well, I, like, I like, do like Kurt Russell. Like, come on. Escape from New York, escape from... I, I don't know. I don't know that you needed Sylvester Stallone, Kurt Russell, and David Azelhoff. Oh, the <laughs> Hoff. The Hoff cameo was great. No, no, but, but but I, is that legit Hoff? Or is it I'm G-Hoff? pretty sure that was Hoff, yeah. It looked like... like hey, probably... probably I'm sure he needs a few bucks. Yeah. There's a good chance probably was. Those three <laughs> seconds? It was DH <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was DH and, and He, he would have gotten no, but he was five, also... He got five uh, grand for that credits. performance. He was sure. in the credits. Okay. Like, uh, credits so okay. probably they had him for... Okay, you know. Actually, I'll, I'll come back to, to Kurt Russell, but speaking of the credits, so we had an interesting Stanley cameo. Yeah. Um, that was like his biggest cameo. Howard the Duck, too. Howard this, the Duck was here, too. Howard, yeah. we'll, we'll get back to Howard the Duck, don't worry. <laughs> uh, but my question about Stan Lee, so it's interesting. So a lot of people have been writing about it online, and uh, he wasn't yeah. in the last movie. No, he was. Saw. 
He was. No, there was a so movie that we Mark saw was lately. He was in the Guardians? The first one? No, 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 no. I mean the last movie. Logan. Logan, yeah. No, but... Yeah, they didn't hit him. I feel like he took a break in a couple because he wanted to do more in this one. To be honest, he didn't also create Logan, so I'm not upset if he doesn't show up in those movies because he had no real. He never wrote Logan himself. Um, And to be honest, he didn't really create the Guardians either, but he's kind of a Marvel comic staple that they're going to put him in any Marvel Studios production. Yeah, exactly. So here we have. This is big to comic book fans is that you have him talking to these other guys in kind of (gasps) white and blue robes. I know what he was in this. He's the man on the wall. Shut up. <laughs> Anyways, so the guys in those weird outfits, they're known as the Watchers in the Marvel Universe. So they watch everything that occurs, and usually there's one of them named Uatu. He usually kind of interferes with uh, cosmic events of importance on Earth, even though he's not supposed to. They've all taken a vow that they will never interfere, but they always end up interfering. They kind of remind me of Telosians from the first, uh, the cage. Yeah, no, they do. Um, so here, the implication is that when you hear... Uh, Stanley talking. He's referring to his cameo performance in Fantastic Four number one, uh, or the first Fantastic Four movie. So the idea that people have said is that basically they're trying to link together the idea that he's been the same character in every appearance he's made in a Marvel movie, um, and that he's actually reporting for the Watchers, who are this you know kind of galactic. Mm. Uh, I got tons of stories, right? I got, ha- the, I got, I got more stories. Yeah, I got that. I got more stories. Yeah, yeah. which that actually almost made me sad because. He's gonna die one of these days. Like we don't like he's in his nineties. He's gonna die. He's nineties. Wow. Like he's he's pretty old. <laughs> like he's born in what nineteen? He's gonna live till one hundred and fifty. Don't you worry. Uh maybe. You know uh, what? I bet you a hundred dollars he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably filming a ton of things with him. They have words. Yeah. And then they'll just use you know like <laughs> like everybody. I mean, yeah, yeah, like, 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 like Star Wars. Like yeah, 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 Stanley Stanley Stanley, Stanley. <laughs> Like Carrie Fisher's can, gonna be in movies for. You can buy. You can well, buy tickets to go see Tupac Shakur concert right now if you want. It is the whole like dead actor. Can he get arrested a couple weeks ago? I saw a report that Tupac was arrested a, a right. few weeks back. T Boy has a comment to make. No, I was just gonna say the whole like dead actor thing and bringing them back with CGI is a weird issue, right? Like it's like because Tarkin's family, not well, not, not Tarkin, but the actor Peter Cushing. Yeah, Peter Cushing. His his family gave them approval for that, right? Whereas Carrie Fisher, they're saying they're not going to use CGI for her. Like they'll like if anything, it'll be like. Very, but they gave their blessing, did they not? I thought I read that they Peter had Cushing. Their, no. Um, uh, Carrie Fisher. They, they, I heard they're not going to do. I heard this kind of rogue one, kind of but going forward. <laughs> no, no, I heard enough. that they had given their blessing for going forward, but the Disney had decided not to. Oh, really? I didn't know that. But I, it is a weird thing. Like it's like right. the whole actor thing with like. Yeah, it is a weird, well, weird I, topic. I think part of it's different too. That I mean, Peter like Cushing, how soon? Peter Cushing's been dead a long time. Yeah, Carrie yeah. Fisher just died, so I think there's an immediacy there. That it feels well, that and they had plans for Leia in the future. In the and then the fan the did not have the same relationship with Princess Leia and the yeah. crazy murderer. Like <laughs> it's it's no, but it's different feeling for people. I think no, right? that's true. No, it is interesting though. Like you know, like when do you draw the line? Yeah. When do you make it happen? When do you not? I, I kind of chuckled at one point because I like the Fast and the Furious movies and Vin Diesel is Groot in this and then when they had this moment they're like we're family I was just like oh it's huge it's all about family and in the latest Fast and the Furious he turns on his family so it's like the antithesis of the whole friggin movie so now we have Drax saying we're family it was just like You've been drinking. I did like late. Drax. Did anybody else think he was overdone? I thought I, I, I thought he was pretty. Uh, um, I think he was. I think he, funny, like, but I think he nailed it. I don't know. I, I 
it bothered me that they played him so for laughs all the time. Like the first movie, they the that's few, true. He wasn't as much for laughs in the first. In the first movie, there's a few key moments. But no. that being said, I did like that there were the quieter moments with him, like when he was reflecting on the loss of his family, yeah. and then Mantis touches him and is just overcome with grief. I thought that was powerful. I thought yeah. that was. Uh, surprising level of complexity to give the character considering that half the time they do just play him for comedy relief yeah. so you have this moment where you do feel emotion for this character because you almost forget he's lost his, his family like his reason yeah. for being became destroy Ronan and then destroy Thanos which again became weird that he didn't talk about Thanos like that at the end of the well you had Nebula movie, doing that so you went double dip yeah I guess right? so but it just if you look at the, where the character was in the last movie he was very much I'm going to kill Thanos now. So right. I understand no, no. that you can't have two characters one of the same yeah. thing without it feeling overcrowded, but it just feels weird that you leave off a main character having this new change of purpose, and then you don't all talk about it. Yeah. No, they, did, they did Sheldon Cooper jacks a bit here and, and put the, the comedic guy. side more yes. to the forefront because it went well from the last movie, so they... But yeah, probably borderline pushing it how do you feel far. about Nebula becoming a little bit more sympathetic? Because in the first movie, she was there was no sympathy given for her. Like she's the villain, she's the instrument of Thanos and Ronan. That's what she is. This movie, they definitely try to make her something else. How do people? Yeah, think about they that? gave her more, more. They made it more emotional for a lot of characters. They did. Mm-hmm. They, they yeah, kind of humanized them a little bit. As but I mean, it was it was that big scene, right? When she take the ten percent, when she said, "Take the ten percent in a ship," and then mm-hmm. she's like, "I'm gonna go kill my sister," right? And then yeah. she go and the machine gun and the yeah. explosion, everything, and then at the end, she got her and decide not to kill her. Yeah, and I'm like, if when she was and then she that. leave again, I'm gonna kill my father. No, you won't. <laughs> it's interesting when she's. <laughs> Um, you know, piling that ship and firing at um, at Gamora, and she's all like glee in her eyes, but totally missing. And I mean, yes, Gamora's yeah. great, so obviously she's missing it. It reminded me of the first Batman movie, where you have Batman in in the locked on target. Batman, he's locking on the target, somehow completely misses the Joker, and then just and then fired. Joker like pulls out that real really yeah, long gun, super long gun out of, yeah. out of his pants. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that of like really like this is happening. Like you want to kill this person? It was almost so over the top. But how do you miss? And I think that's my beef with this movie. It's like even like. Like, they were waterboarding little Groot for the longest time, and then yeah. suddenly he magically finds his way in front of the prison cell mm-hmm. and starts figuring out, well, obviously after many tries. Yeah. But, <laughs> many tries. Yes. That uh, part was funny. Did you funny. That, so- that, but, that sequence went a little long? Like, the whole uh, him doing the wrong thing? I think that there, there, was a, there was a couple of long sequences. I think yeah. it's a long yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. That but just... Back to my I liked point, it, though. I like that it wasn't like, you know, like the pace was a decent pace for this film, I thought. Like, it wasn't just like, you know, like crazy action, crazy gags, action, crazy I, action. I get that, and I like that they built it. I like that they slowed it down a bit. But some of the gags felt like they went on too long. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to move on to the next thing. Like, we don't need That's the, the ADD. It's the ADD movie society. Sorry, Todd, now. we've. we've I know, of, it's fine. I just want to say, like, there's too many Shut things up. happen. Yeah. <laughs> It's just too coincidental. It's just like, and then I had to like tell myself it's just a movie, Todd. Don't worry about it, and just and, and just had to go back to enjoy. At what, it. At what why, part why did you lose reality? Taki <laughs> <laughs> raccoon or the weird little baby tree thing? <laughs> oh, he's a he's a trash. Uh, 
Literally. Oh, Trash Panda. Trash Panda. Trash Panda. <laughs> Is that better? Right? That was the best yeah. one. <laughs> Is that better? No. Triangle Monkey or yeah. Triangle <laughs> Face Monkey. What? I gotta say, what, it, was, it was funny during the movie, though. You weren't there for it. Uh, the... <laughs> Oh, is there a kid? Oh, yeah, there's a kid. Yeah, no, no, he wasn't there. Oh, yeah, the old um, snap. So my 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 screening, nobody was talking. Thank God. No, no, I had yeah, a clean, no, it, clean no, screening. No, it was funny. There was uh, the scene. I think it was when the after Gamora and uh, Nebula had their battle, and she decided not to kill it. And then she's like, you know, I just wanted a sister. And then some kid goes, Oh, oh snap. snap. Like, something like that. Yeah. Like, like, the kid had to have been, like, sound like he was, like, six years old. Yeah, yeah. The whole theater started cracking up. That's funny. Just because it goes quiet. I just want a sister. Oh, snap. <laughs> it's times like that where I'm, I'm glad I'm actually going to a movie. And, like, you know, piracy is obviously on the rise because movies are expensive. But it's nice to, that communal experience, like, that's something that's unique to our experience. Yeah. Because we were able to. Yeah, no, but. And, the, and that's nice that, that, okay. you weren't there for it, Tibor. Yeah, no, of course. I missed the good one. Yeah, yeah. When, when, was last, when was the last time you yeah, saw the Raptors win a game? Yeah, never mind. It's a, uh, actually, the last one. I was at, was the, okay. uh, yeah, I was at the Bucks. Game. I was just trying to just find, yeah. find out if you were, like, bad luck or something. No, 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 I, I saw the Bucks. Uh, they, they beat the Bucks. Anyway, what's that? Um, but no, it, it's annoying though when you have like people talking and just talking and sure. talking. And yeah, there, talking. There, there was somebody so, talking. There was a kid talking way too it? much in that movie. It happens, unfortunately. The same old snap that. kid was making comments. But it's a, um, that is funny though. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it, like this movie had a good pace. Like I liked it. Like it wasn't like ADD crazy. Just cut, cutscene, 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 cutscene. I liked that they took a little bit of time with the gags and stuff. And then, you know, yeah, a little bit of it was over the top and whatever. But that's just what it was going for, right? Like the raccoon, yeah. like, the rocket scene was pretty long. Yeah, he's taking out all those guys. It's interesting. Even though Ego is a celestial, and obviously he was. His threat was pretty universal because of how many planets. He yeah, because he seeded so many. It planets. still felt somewhat small to me, and I don't know why. Like, I, I guess just because it felt like they went to that planet, and then that was the villain. Like, I just kind of wanted it to be something else. I don't know. Like, it's it's not right to judge a movie based on what it isn't as opposed to what it is. But it just felt like it, sh- it could. The villain wasn't bigger. Yeah, I felt like even, it, even though his implication was universal, like, and I'm having a problem kind of. Wrestling well, they didn't show a lot of other worlds, I guess, right? They only no, showed a few. It just, it just felt so local because the, at the end of the day, it's a, how much it's, of it's whatever state he, he was in did he blow up there? That was there's quite a big blue blob. And what do they do with that blob? Is that like they just uh-huh. chip it away and then it's gone, or? That was kind of weird. Yeah, I did like the Dairy Queen transition, like how it showed yeah, like I know, the 80s I Dairy Queen. Lizard. <laughs> <laughs> ever, ever since the opening scene in 1980, I was like, but, but it was cool. A, a cookie dough and like yeah. score Blizzard would be like great. <laughs> they have those in the 80s. I don't know, but they but then, then the modern BQ. They, they haven't had they haven't the modern BQ. Yeah, well, I, I, I thought I that was kind of fun. Concept was or like Butterfinger or something for what came out of it, like having a character. Yeah. That wants to take over the entire universe, and it's also a planet. Yeah. And have him live for an entire one hour of that movie. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. One thing like that- I feel like I feel like he's. It went from he's been alive for millions of years doing yeah. this. Yeah. Multiple. To like millions. all of a sudden it was just over. So like like I don't know. It just there's something lacking. I guess mm. in his. Yeah, um, I feel like if you've been alive for millions of years, you could have planned it out a bit better. <laughs> I um, I found that this movie, I, I I'm not upset that it didn't set up Infinity War, 
But I was surprised that it didn't because it felt yeah, the most natural. Yeah, I thought there would be a bit more of yeah. a connection. It felt the most natural movie to do that because Thanos on screen has had the most screen time in Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Yeah. So I just thought we'd see more of that. And now I'm more worried about Thor 3, Thor Ragnarok, not not because of anything we've actually seen from the movie, but I feel like maybe it has to do more heavy lifting to actually set up Infinity War because otherwise, yeah. how do we jump into Infinity War with, with no real setup. Like, we've had one post-credit sequence of Thanos being like... Well, oh, Avengers, Avengers kind of threw us in there. There who's, wasn't that much setup. Just so I'm clear. Yeah. Who's in Infinity War? Like, who... Who's everybody. Who? Everybody. Yeah. The Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> everybody fighting Thanos' family? Or Guardians are in there. All the Avengers are in there. Like, every, uh, Spider-Man's in there. Like, everyone's... So is this, is this the end? Like, is this the climax that everything's so, kind of racing towards? So, in yes. theory, the, the idea is that every movie... But Infinity War... Yeah. There's going to be two movies, right? No. No, they, they no, can't so, that. They've kind of said that now that the first one is just Avengers Infinity War. The second movie, although they're kind of filming them back to back, it's a separate movie, it's a separate thing. It's not part one and part two. It's anymore. already in production? Like yeah, both of them are in production. Wow. And, and I think, I guess the first one must be nearing completion soon. Um, it's interesting that, the, so the first few movies we had in the MCU culminated with Avengers. So that's phase one that they've, they've kind of terminated. Yeah. Um, right. Or giving it that terminology. Uh, phase two, I guess, ends with what? Um, Age of Ultron, technically. Age of Ultron, or... Ant-Man kind of squeaks in and there. everything but else yeah. is phase three, and the idea is that Infinity War is kind of ending the, the third phase of Marvel movies, and that everything after that will kind of go into a new direction of some kind. So this so is... like a reboot? They'll start all no, over? No, no. They'll start reboot, all over. It's a new, a new direction. It'll be all new and all different. It's... That means more to me than... <laughs> um, but that, it's interesting because, like, Iron Man's been a huge anchor to the current Marvel Universe. Like, the fact that... I'm, I still love the new Marvel uh, logo where you have all the characters kind of yeah. interacting, which is kind of Marvel's way of saying, these are all the characters we control. So this is a Marvel Studios production. Yes. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens after Infinity War because these characters are getting old. Like, the actors are getting old. They're going to have to move on to new characters, new concepts. So it's... But anyways, the third con, the third wave is supposed to end with Avengers: Infinity War. So I'm just curious how that's going to work. Uh, but this movie hasn't been set up that that well because, I mean, we have an Avengers team that we have a kind of like a, a Captain America has they're divided has escaped and in theory freed his team of Avengers, but we don't know anything else about his team. Um, we don't know if there's really a public Avengers with Iron Man because we haven't seen I th- it. I think we well, do. We, 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 we know Man. those co-workers are going to be bad one day with Thor. <laughs> yes. That was actually pretty you funny. Know, we got a good chuckle out of that. I think I think we can clearly say that Deadpool has changed movies and everything okay. is going to be comedy from here on out. Until well, it, like, yes, which is not a bad thing. To be but fair, like, though, every Marvel movie since Iron Man has been funny. Like The Marvel Studios movies funny. have a sense yeah. of humor to them. Like... Yeah, Guardians, I think, is just one of the more funnier. Yeah, it's yeah they the push it more lighthearted. Thor was yeah. doing it, too, Although, now. It's interesting. Well, it's like, yeah, the Thor trailer sets it up like that. But yeah, it'll be interesting The Thor trailer definitely has that same kind of 80s vibe that Guardians 2 did, or Guardians 1, for that matter. But, like, it just even then the... the uh, but it's the, also the director's choice, too, to a degree, yeah, right? The, it's, it's, the, it's the director to a degree. But, I mean, even all the choices they've made in promoting that movie, from the music to uh, even the font for the movie. Like, yeah, like when they show... Like, when they... Uh, yeah, yeah, it had an 80s feel to it, for sure. But that movie, I feel like, has Sorry, a lot... Sorry, Thor, too? Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Which three, is weird for three, Ragnarok. Like, when the... When, it, when the... When it said Sorry, like, Thor Ragnarok, well, yeah. it had an 80s kind of look to the... Absolutely. It does, well, yeah. yeah. It was like neon, like... Yeah. Lights. Yeah. As a comic fan, I have no idea 
how I'm supposed to react to that, to Thor Ragnarok, because, I mean, I like the first Thor movies. Not a lot of people actually like them that much. It's kind of the, I mean, Captain America... This looks like it is a departure from those. Captain America's movies have, and Iron Man movies, have definitely been better than the Thor movies, I would say, generally speaking. It's not Um, as far, I mean... No, they're all far-fetched, but Thor... <laughs> Talking Thor. raccoon, man. No, no, but Thor brings you to... A different level. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, well, like, and this movie feels different because they've said it's kind of like a, a road trip movie and that you have kind of Thor and Hulk kind of doing their own thing. But when you watch the trailer, it seems that there's so many different concepts going on in one movie that how are they going to marry Yeah, because they're doing Planet Hulk, Unworthy, yeah, and like, one other thing. An idea, you know, we Who's have... Who's the woman at the uh, beginning? Her name is Hela. Uh, she's okay. in, in Asgardian lore, supposed to be basically... The she had badass music Who's she to playing? her. Who's she playing? Kate Blanchett. Okay. Which a lot of people I know have said that's the hottest hate Kate Blanchett's ever been. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> all right then. I thought she looked I didn't like an recognizer. Wow. Yeah, but I mean, so that movie just feels like it feels like three or four different movies in one because I mean, yeah. first of all, using the word Ragnarok when you use that with Thor, that's supposed to be the end of Asgard. Um, in the comics, we've seen that in various different ways. Not usually with Hela, usually with other characters, but you have this concept of Asgard burning and, and being broken down. You have this idea of Thor being on a totally different world and being thrust into a gladiatorial arena, which is reminiscent of Planet Hulk, which is a very well-received comic book storyline. We also know that from reading, watching Doctor Strange that there's also a little bit of on Earth they're looking for Odin, and Thor has long hair at, the t- at that point, not short hair, so that has to occur before the Planet Hulk sequences. So I'm, I, uh, how do you know that though? He can grow it back. Maybe, he, but, but he starts with long hair when. Well, yeah, yeah. When just, he's chained up and his hammer yeah. gets, it just busted. feels like there's yeah. so much going on that I, I don't even know where that movie's going to be able. Like, <laughs> that's I, the I, interesting I, part. It's going to be the, true. And as I said before, usually Marvel Studios, when, be they done make, well. when they make their trailers, I have no idea what the actual movie. Yeah, and that's yeah. what's good about it. Except for Spider Man, because that movie. Yeah, and I feel like we know every story. Yeah, and we know exactly film. all the beats to that movie. There's no. Yeah. Su- I mean, when we see that movie, we're going to be like, "Yep, we saw that in the trailer. We knew exactly how this was going to develop." It's unfortunate they did that. Whereas every other. MCU movie, we, we haven't really had an idea. Like, if you go yeah. back and watch the trailers for Civil War or Winter Soldier, you see pieces of the movie. Yeah, but you, you don't, you don't have the full story. Yeah. Yeah. And even this, Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. 2, you have no sense that Ego... They ruined a couple e- of gags, but they didn't give away yeah, the story. Just the gags given away. You don't have any sense of Ego at all. Yeah, no. Let alone him being the villain. Like, there's nothing yeah. that really spoils the film at all. Yeah. Which I give them credit for, and it makes me more disappointed with the Spider-Man trailer. Yeah. But that is what it is. It is. I mean, it's interesting how this will kind of factor in as being part of the MCU because it kind of feels like it doesn't build the overall mythology, although it builds the characters, not the direction. Yeah, no, for sure. I definitely thought there would be more of a direct connection in this. And in one way, like you said, I'm kind of glad that they didn't, and it just is a self-contained movie. But yeah, I would I would have hoped that one of the post credit sequence would have like made more of a. Yeah. I do like, like that we got to see more Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck, yeah, we're going back to Howard because yeah. he did. A, he, I guess he escaped because well, the, the collectors thing got mashed up, right? He, yeah, yeah. But he was still there. Yeah, the yeah. collector could have stopped him, but he. But I guess he got out. Yeah, it was yeah. just kind of funny that so they had Howard the Duck. That is kind of cool. And interesting here that we also have this idea that there's the Ravagers aren't just one gang, but there's many different there's gangs and different sexes. It's kind of like they have different franchises of the gang, and this one kind of. Peeled well, away. Like Hell's Angels, right? There's yeah. Different, but different I mean, it's just it's giving more depth to that part. It's interesting the parts of the universe they decided to give more depth to, and the parts they didn't yeah. bother at all. Because did I need the Ravagers to have more explanation? No, not at all. No, that's Whereas, true. Did I want to see some of the other characters more expanded upon? Yes. Did we get that? Not necessarily. Again, 
Like, we have no interaction of the Nova Corps. We hear them, hear them mentioned, but yep. we don't actually see them. We hear about Hala, which is the Creek Home World. Yeah, I was hoping uh, John C. Riley would be back. Yeah, like, it's, uh, it's too bad. They, they spend time on developing these concepts for the first one, and then we get none of that. I was just more a little bit more surprised by that. What did you guys think of Mantis? Mantis? I feel like they're going to push oh. her back in the next movie. She's which... the next Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> That's harsh. Okay. That's harsh. Thing. So... From a I felt that we were characters from a racist, book, but from a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> no, just the way they made her talk. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll be honest. From the comic perspective, the character doesn't have a lot going for her. Like in the comics, she's she was an Avenger, right? She was an, a brief Avenger. She was also a member of the Guardians. Uh, she's never really been given a lot of personality. Um, I'm surprised they didn't use some of her more noticeable. Uh, ticks in the comics like she always says uh, this one is or she always refers herself to in a weird kind of third person context and they never really did that and I thought that's the one thing that Mantis does like she's not memorable for many other things why not at least use that one piece of her and they didn't use it at all I almost question her even being here because she didn't really need to be here at all she um, helped him sleep she that's made it, him though. sleep like that's uh, <laughs> but that it, was like the biggest part of them being able to win the battle but it mattered so little and I, it was interesting though like her chemistry with Drax was kind of interesting like, mm-hmm. okay and unexpected. Well, they want to make them a couple by the looks of it. I no, guess. That's, that's, where the, that's where it seems like they were taken. Yeah. But she's only attractive on the inside. Yeah, exactly, yeah. No, she, but... She's but really you, ugly. But you know what it... No. He just... He was just saying that stuff. Yeah, he's just saying that. Right. He's just saying it. And, and you see, like, he went like, from you're hideous yeah. to... Oh, you're beautiful on the or what on the inside, whatever you know. I feel like the so next, it's like he's changing. So the next step yeah. in that is going to be like he actually likes her. Well, the next almost, movie they're going to couple everybody up. Yeah, even or, the raccoon's going to get somebody. I don't know who, he's, <laughs> but he's going to get lucky somehow. He's going to find some possible. squirrel, some squirrel. And, <laughs> yeah, I did think. So, what do you guys think of the you know continued exploration of you know this kind of unspoken relationship between Gamora and Peter Quill without? being overt about it necessarily like they kind of dance around it and I like that they, they did dance the, they, did, they dance. did dance and I like they use the cheers references as do they are they um, in comics are they together at all not at all not even a little so maybe it's, it's just one of those like the comics are interesting because the the guardians of the galaxy that Paul and I love are not the guardians of the galaxy we see in the movie in a lot of ways because Peter Quill that we see in the movie is not the Peter Quill that Paul and I fall in love with. We fall in love with a very different version of Peter Quill. Um, and I speak Do you love her Peter Quills? <laughs> I'm just saying that in the comics, Peter Quill that we fell in love with was not portrayed in so Chris Pratt. Like, I was going to say you don't like Chris Pratt. <laughs> I like Chris Pratt a lot. Um, I just I, I recognize that he's. I'm. I have to get used to the idea that the he's MCU playing. version of Star Lord is not going to be the Star Lord I originally fell in love with. Right. And to be honest, the comic book Star Lord is not. The Star Lord I fell in love with either. He is, is the com- he is the movie Star Lord. They, so they, changed him. they changed him. They changed him because they knew the movie was going to come out. They wanted to fashion it so it kind of fit what the MCU was going to be. But that's not the version of the character that both Paul and I fell in love with. Um, Gamora in the comics that we fell in love with was actually involved in a relationship with Nova, who is not really in the comics or sorry in the movies at all. Uh, which is one thing that we are sad about because he's a we fantastic say Nova hero. is he part of Richard Nova Corps? He's part of the Nova okay. Corps, but right. in the comics he was the only surviving member of the Nova Corps and I mean I could I could 
for half an hour about the Nova Corps, which is not important you'd be asleep. So I feel like <laughs> Peter Quill is going to be different in the next movie because... He lost his what, cosmic what, powers. He lost his cosmic powers, and yeah. then Gamora looked at him and said, like, it almost like, I look at you differently, and she alluded mm-hmm. to that earlier, that she liked sure. the human side better. So sure. now he's probably 100% human. I, I thought it was interesting that they kind of tied in his celestial kind of being. Did, they act, the, did he actually lose it, though? Well, it right. that's questionable. Like that. But it, it, it might be kind of a confidence thing, too, like if he believes in it. But yeah. I guess the idea is that because... The cars are, were driven by, by ego. Yeah, his ability to tap into the light <laughs> kind of tapping into the light that his dad has tapped into. So if his dad is gone and therefore the light that he was able to tap into is gone, then maybe he can't manifest those powers. So I mean, I wasn't huge on cosmic... Star-Lord. No, I don't, I don't. I didn't really like an idea. The Pac-Man thing was kind of fun, but uh, that, yeah, was, that was amazing. That was unexpected yeah. because it's, it's this big serious moment yeah. in the movie, and then I'm gonna do some weird shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 You had the Pac-Man noise. Yeah, for a second. I was just like, yeah. yeah. That was Why does it cost to use the Pac-Man noise? I'm just like that, they had a like a big segment in the credits, 1982 yeah, yeah, yeah. Pac-Man acclaim. Okay. I'm like, wow, it's okay. I was curious about that. Younger than I am. Yeah, because that that's not something you can just use. Like that's a very iconic thing. I'm sure they pay. What is it, Nikon? Or Nikon? Nikon? Or just a couple bucks. bucks. Some royalties. It'll be good. I mean, Pixels could afford it, and that movie tanked. Oh, Pixels! Pixels! (laughs) I never actually saw it. I never saw the trailers. I was like, I didn't either. But I I remember Pac-Man in it. Yeah, that's true. So Um, instant garbage. I like like favorite character. Well, before we go to that, I did like that they had uh, Yondu have the the bigger fan. actually have the Mohawk because yeah. in the comics that's that that's his thing. Like in the comics, he's he's in the thirtieth uh, or sorry, the year three thousand, not the thirtieth century, but he's in the year three thousand. He's got this giant fin, and he's and he's an archer. So I like that they at least use the giant fin here. Um, that that was nice. As a comic book fan, that was a nice kind of Easter egg and nice little nod to the comics, but not one that it's not one of those nods that would be. Um, you know, kind of that that would feel like if you're a non combo fan, like, why is that happening? Whereas we talked about this up. Well, no, he, he damaged the other one. Right? I know, but yeah. my, my point is like them using it doesn't make you go, why are they doing that? Like yeah, they, they, they build a story reason. Whereas the idea of Stallone being there with his kind of crew of the original Guardians of the Galaxy near three thousand. Yeah, I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known who they were unless my buddy that, Chris told me. Exactly, yeah. that's my point. That that's more of an Easter egg. Another Chris, the comic you? fans. Oh, I know. I didn't tell you. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go back to Todd's question. Who's kind of your your favorite character here? Who do you think was your favorite to watch and got the most development or whatever my you wanted to be? Favorite character? Yeah. Was it Groot? Was it Baby Groot? Was he too adorable for words? No, I don't think it's too adorable for words. He was, it's it's funny he was right on. He was right on the amount of adorable you needed. I think <laughs> it's funny though that it's Vin Diesel's voice, which was obviously manipulated by the computer, absolutely. right? But it, like, it's funny that he still gets credit. You know, yeah. I, I'd say, um, uh, what's his face, the blue guy, Yondu, 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 yeah, yeah. He got a lot of. I thought problems. Yondu was. A, a very good and major part of this movie. Michael Rooker, whenever he's on screen, just feels like he's enjoying it. I had to so look much. up who that was, and you got it right. It's Michael Rooker. Yeah, like every, <laughs> yeah. every time he's on screen, like he's one of those Truman Sooner guys. Like every time he's there, he commands his presence. He he looks like he's just having the greatest I time mean, ever. I th- mean, there was foreshadowing to his death, though. Oh, for sure. To him dying. Yeah. Um, especially when he when Stallone's first scene. Mm. When they when they said you know when you when you die there's gonna be no yeah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. I was like once I saw that I was like oh. well, he's biting the happen. dust on this movie because he's gonna do something to redeem himself yeah for sure 
Alright, Todd, favorite character? Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I really like Yondu. Okay. Um, um, but I also like Rocket, too. I don't know. Like, yeah, he was overused in a couple of spots, but I kind of just liked his badass character. Maybe I like both of them because they're, they're the so same. alike. So, so they're the same. For a I like that he finally got his hands on the guy's robotic eye. Because in the last movie, he said, I'm going to need that guy's eye. Oh, yeah. And they wouldn't give it to him. And they wouldn't give it to him because um, <laughs> Sherlock's like, you don't know, you don't need that. That's fine. So I like that he finally got his hands on that robotic eye. Yeah. I thought that was a nice payoff to... Uh, he's just so day. mischievous, too. Like, uh, he's, he's, he's a fun character. Did the, the development and the kind of the idea that they kind of gave him a bit, of, a, bit of, a bit of pathos and the idea that, you know, he pushes people away, do you think that was earned? Do you think that was something that they needed to give the character? Or did that... I think it was him, pretty obvious, you know. Yeah, but like, yeah. do you think that was like maybe a necessary thing, or did you think that was superfluous, or how did you feel about them kind of shoehorning that in? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't, it, it I, don't mind, him, I don't mind that they put it in there, but if they hadn't, it wouldn't, I would have like, figured it. It does make the bonding between him and Yondu, and then everything that they do make a bit yeah. more sense because it comes from. A, I mean, a and, and I thought, I thought his decision to, like, to leave and leave Quill behind. Mm. You know, when everyone's sitting there, all, I've what only are you lost doing? one friend today. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. because I mean, obviously we knew Quill, Quill was going to get out, yeah. but at the same time, like if you put yourself in that kind of situation where you're like, "Fuck, we got to go," or we're, like we're all dead. Mm-hmm. Right? Taser, taser phase. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what? He was the only one that knew that Yondu had what That's he true. had. That's true. So true. he kind of had to make that call. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was he was banking on Yondu saving yeah. him. Yeah. True. Alex? Yeah, Rocket. Rocket? The Rocket. The Rocket Yandu thing was... Yeah. Kind of a, almost a surprising team-up in some ways, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. You know, like it's, it ended up feeling a little bit natural that these characters would end up being together, but it's not something you'd immediately think about either. And I, I'll, I'll, I know I already answered, but... Um, I'll go ahead the and guy, back in. Yeah, the guy that... Uh, obviously, secondary character, but the guy... F- that lived through all the stuff the, that helped them out. Yeah, I liked uh, him. I thought, yeah, you yeah. know what? And like, because that's like he's Sean, that's because, uh, the director's brother. Oh, is it really? Because he was yeah. sitting there going like, like he was the one when they mutinied, saying, mm. saying up. to Yondu, going, "I don't agree with you." And, and then all of a sudden, it went to total shit, and you know, and all of a sudden, like everyone's dead, and he's like, yeah. "Holy crap!" I liked it like, when he had that moment with Nebula. He's like, "Oh, so what are you gonna do? You know, with yeah. your ten percent, you gonna get a nice necklace?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I kind of, yeah. So you know, I, I would say like, yeah, the, him. It's just those he, he was an, he was take a small me out of it a little because. He's such a comedic actor that mm. whenever he says something, I'm like, oh, that's just him being him. Because, I mean, my wife loves uh, Gilmore Girls, and he's a, a big recurring character. Yes. In Gilmore oh, Girls. Yeah. Okay. So it very much felt like, yep, that's just him being that character. Like, it, that's the character he plays in a lot of things. So it just, Yeah, I just, it, I, it was just one of those secondary characters. That I just it's of. funny that Chris said that, because I was thinking of him, like, no, he's too minor, so that's mm. why I went with Rocket and Yondu. Yeah. So I don't know it's weird, or we're no. all in the same no. wavelength here. Except Paul? Paul's going to shake it up. I'm going to shake it up. <laughs> um, and one, I was very disappointed don't in... No, <laughs> I snuck Russell or Sylvester. Um, I remember being disappointed with the Gamora versus Nebula war, uh, fight in the first Guardians. Okay, I thought it was like quick and not a very impressive battle. Okay. Um, but uh, not so much Gamora, but I liked what they brought to with Nebula mm. um, in this movie and really kind of flesh her out because yeah. she was kind of she's nothing like her combo. Kind no, of she's not absolutely not at all. right. So they've now built this character. Maybe now they'll they'll bring her back in the comics mm-hmm. as, as something a bit more maybe. Um, 
but uh, I definitely enjoyed what they did with her. I do love the way that Karen was it Karen. Yeah, Gillian? Karen Gillian. Yeah, I do love the the the, the take she Luke. adds to the character, like in, both in this movie and and in uh, the previous one. That there's so many interesting kind of facial texts that she gives her, and the, the way that she moves yeah. is so unique, and very different, and obviously like a choice. Um, and I just I like that. And obviously, the idea that she's you know very much a cyborg, like she's had so many parts replaced. That was kind of an interesting concept. And uh, I just think that from an acting perspective, she really brings a lot to it. Where, she really nailed it because she doesn't need to. Like I like the character doesn't need a lot, but yeah, yeah she's really fantastic. She was, I did in, like, she was in Doctor Who, so she was the, the Doctor's companion. I knew it was coming, but I still liked it when she bit into that fruit and she was like, "It's too ripe." Yeah, that was that was funny. Well, it kind of there was a lot of setup to that. So much setup that you kind of had to have that payoff. Yeah, there were a few really obvious things oh yeah no they, they totally set them up but then they yeah. totally knocked them down right like it was, it was pretty good funny. i personally i like drax yeah drax yeah because david batista looks like he's just having fun he is. yes yeah he's probably having the most fun of everybody yeah like i think he's like he really just gets into the character like, and has like, a good he's time he's a wrestler right yeah. but his laugh is infectious oh absolutely yeah, yeah. When he's and it's funny because i remember him as the heel mm. as batista on like wwe oh, yeah. right so it's it's weird to see him like now doing this yeah but, but he, it's cool like it's like good for this role right you see like drax you can drag me and david batista is yeah he drax like embodies the character team, right like, and like they used him in the bond movie and they, i thought he was a real waste in the bond movie in uh, specter right like yeah. he was the villain there well he's got a lot of i mean he he does a lot of one-liners in this movie like and yeah here he gets he gets to act like he gets to like have fun and then like i like that you said that because that is true he did get more chances to actually act in a moat in this movie yeah because he felt less one note because you do get the idea that he's got a bit of an emotional range right? he does have an emotional range and instead of because in the last movie it was very much like i lost my family and this is why i want to destroy ronan yeah this movie it was we kind of take away that kind of subtext and just i miss my family yeah, and again, like I said before, the idea that when Mantis kind of touches him and is overwhelmed with emotion, uh, I like that they're kind of building up that part of the character. Yeah, it was um, cool. I love when he jumps into the the, the mouth of the like yes, that beast in the first one. I gotta get it from the inside. The skin yeah. is thinner. <laughs> like what? This doesn't make any sense. I mean, it, it's interesting because I mean, again, I like that version of Drax, but I also recognize that again, just like with Paul and I, it's different from the comics. Yeah, very different from the from the Drax that we fell in love with in the comics because. Drax, traditionally in the comics, looked very different. It was a little bit more Hulk-like in terms of his size, and it was stupid as hell. Um, and then they rebuilt the character about 10, 11 years ago uh, to being very smart and savvy, and he was you know, a fighter, and he looks the way we see him now with the, the tattoos. Well, I was going to say, was a, didn't, wasn't there a line where he was like, uh, are you calling me an old lady because I'm wise? Yes. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of funny. But like, so here they've obviously given them very specific, like, this is what Drax is for the MCU. Yeah. And I like that. It works. It's not necessarily, again, the Drax I fell in love with in the comics, but it's not too far removed that I can still enjoy it. Um, I, try I just not think Batista's having a great time with it. And yeah. Like, it shows. I try not to be a comic book prude in terms of these movies because I try yeah. to enjoy them for what they're trying to be. Yeah, and yeah. Not, and, and again, with Ego being a celestial, I'm like, It's All like right, with well, me with Star Trek, but yeah, I think Star Trek really fucking missed the mark, though. Anyway, get carry on. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> I'm sure podcast. that's other podcasts that we've yeah. done, too. What are you talking about? <laughs> the, the, I think Tibor has the three Star Trek movies. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. In every podcast. Yeah. The three Star Trek <laughs> movies have been awesome. that you and Sarah know of. <laughs> anyway, 
That's um, more of a joke in my life, not me. Okay? It's true. I what, know there's a lot more Star Trek movies. Any any parting thoughts or there's last like five? Anything's <laughs> there's so many. I know. How many are there now? Like well, oh, there's seven, ten if you want to have like yeah. prime timeline and, and then the three new Calvin yeah, timeline. Yeah, well, okay. three. All right, so but Chris Pine is probably the best. <clears throat> Final thoughts. <laughs> Chris Pine, who's now going to be in Wonder Woman. Yep. I'm excited. Which to is why it. I let in. This is not part of the MCU. So for no, but exactly. Wonder Woman, I am. That might be our, actually. I think that is our next spotlight episode. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, Are you coming to that? I don't know. When is it? Uh, June second. June second. Your really wife is babysitting for me, so I can attend the movie. <laughs> oh. Did you know I guess I'm coming? No. He's the man. He knows your wife's going to Wonder Woman. No. No. She's going to be in Alaska at the time. Oh, Alaska. Hence why okay, I so, so, here, so here's my option. So, so my option is go see Wonder Woman with you. Yes. Or stay here and babysit your kid. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder Woman. Mm. Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> but you had to think about that. Yeah. There's a brief thought there. Well, you know, Zach now. <laughs> just take it back to the high school days of babysitting. Yeah. <laughs> um, Invite so your girlfriend over. Don't like where this is going. Oh man, uh, people are like, like you babysat for, and now I'm going to be wondering. <laughs> don't worry, they're not listening to this. It's okay. That's sure. Uh, definitely not. Thanks. <laughs> uh, final thoughts in the film, Chris. Are we giving um, ratings or just yeah? Thoughts? Let's give a rating. I, I'm not gonna. Well, so uh, we briefly broke I'm, the rules and I'm, discussed it in the car. Yes, we did. So I'll stick to what we I said. We did not. We did not. We were I'll, almost I, silent. I, in I will. The car. I will say. I'll stick to kind of what I said at the beginning. It's. It could have been worse. How many infinity gems? I don't know. I don't even know how there are, how many there are to begin with. So out of how many? <laughs> um, four. 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 That's four to six. High. Yeah. Um, but I, but, but I would like I would say to you I think saying it was worse than the first one. Is more of a negative um, connotation. connotation than it needs to be on it because it was still an enjoyable movie. So I would just like to say it wasn't as good as the first. Mm-hmm. Actually, we didn't mention opinion. it on this podcast, but you did not fall asleep. No, I didn't. There was moments of lull that you maybe thought about it. Yeah, I just moved. Around. I just like shifted sides a lot. You know, <laughs> sh- shift one bum cheek to the other. My butt went numb a little bit, but that <laughs> might be something horrendous. else. That was probably all during the, the part where they landed on Ego's Island and. Yeah. Or planet or whatever, and mm. that whole boring part. Yeah, it was a long um, float on that uh, little, dev- uh, little yes. platform. Yes. <laughs> so I have to rate it out of six, right? Out of six. Ah, uh, switching it up. All right, I'll give it a four point five. Four point yeah. five. I enjoyed okay. it more than Logan. Huh? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Interesting. Uh, they're two different. I don't movies. like Logan. I was gonna say they're, they're different. very different. They're two yeah. different yeah. movies. Did you? Hear, sorry, just a, a quick aside. Did you hear that they're for one night only re-releasing Logan in black and white? Oh, that's interesting. interesting. Interesting concept. Yeah, I've read about this. Oh, the West Here and Did it yeah, not it do works. as well? It will work. <laughs> it hasn't I'm, just, yet. I'm just trying to think. Did it, did it well, not actually, it did, did it not do it? It got not, all its, its money back it's, and more. It's sometime in May, but it's supposed to be. There's a very niche days. audience that so would give a shit so, about that, though. So they're just trying to make some more bucks off <laughs> they of it. They are. Okay. All right. Hey, all the more power to them. Why not? I can see it working as a black and white film, though. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. It feels like a cash grab, though. Yeah, it's a total cash grab. Like, if they put it on, like, a DVD or a Blu-ray as, like, an option that you can watch it, it's an ultimate cut that's different, but, like, I don't know, one day, like, oh, we're doing black and white. But I think they're going to do it when they're going to release on on DVD. They're going to 
the under. You think they'll have it on there? Yeah, yeah. The black the, white version? The, 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 the platinum package Blu-ray. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's call it. For $84.99? You, you gotta get it. You gotta get it. No problem. Package. Todd. No, I, I, I think 4.5 four out of 6. Yeah, like okay. Chris, Alex, and I, we all kind of walked out. We looked at each other, and we're all like, yeah, it was like a number two, not bad. Like, we all had the same. Yeah. It wasn't bad, yeah. but it wasn't like, oh, my God, I have to tell everybody, go see this movie. Like, I rushed out to, like, I bought Guardians of the Galaxy, like, a suit, first chance I could get. Really? I probably won't rush that quick to get this one. Yeah. Okay. Because I'll, I'll watch the first one. Anytime it's on TV, I'll yeah. watch it. Like, okay. Yeah. Paul? You skipped Alex. Alex. Let me read. Oh, sorry, Alex. I'm so sorry, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> How do you miss the big French guy in front of you? He, he only I, brought you cider to drink during the he podcast. Brings all the, he brings all these, what, 2. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 5. 7, 8, 9. Okay. He brings all nine like of the beer, the beer wow. cans that's sitting on this table right That's now. low and 3.5. Okay. And reasons? I just say... You, you see, you see the joke coming from far away. You see mm-hmm. the, the, and the first one, yeah, maybe was like a total surprise, right? And yeah. it was wow, all these characters, all that stuff, and all matched together with the great mm-hmm. m- music and everything. This one, you expect that, and they give you. Okay. Will you watch number three? Really? A, yeah, I, I, I will. Because yeah. I mean, it's 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 still entertaining, entertaining yeah, right? Yeah. But I thought the movie was too long. Mm. You know, half mm-hmm. an hour, to forty-five minutes too long yeah. for for the story. Just to be able to put little bits. So in they it. didn't do anything to not take my money next time. So okay. Like. <laughs> so, actually, before we go to Paul, one thing I realized we didn't really talk about is how do we feel about the music, like the actual songs used. Like, did we like the music that was used? Yeah, it, was, it was better in the first. It was way better in the yeah, first. Yeah, I enjoyed the music. In the the first songs one. were more still obscure. good songs, but yeah, like in the at the beginning, oh, I like the song selection in this one. At the beginning, yeah, before I, the movie started, like the they actually the showed all the songs. And I was mm. looking at them. I was just like, I don't know any. I know some of these artists. I don't know any of these songs. But when you actually play them, you're like, I actually, I hardly knew any of them. Oh, really? I thought some, I, the, some of the Cat Stevens. Oh my god! So I knew was on the soundtrack. I never it, really heard that song. Really stayed away from. You never heard that the father, song. the father and son. I love that song with Cat Stevens. Like yeah. I, I, I mean, my dad it's used to play Cat Stevens I in to. Yeah. I used to hear Cat Stevens in our house all the time. But that has always been my favorite Cat Stevens song. So I was, I was waiting for it the entire movie. I'm like, where are they going to play this? Like, the I'm music in the first one was more mainstream for sure. A little bit, yeah. There's yeah. a little bit more obscure here. Yeah. But I still felt like I knew the songs. Like, yeah. I, sure. like, I may not know the names of them or the artists, but. If you play it, I'm like, yeah, I've heard that before. I've heard that somewhere. Like, it's, it didn't feel that obs- like obscure enough that I'd never heard of it before. But I felt they wanted that way. They wanted to be unique. Like, they, not yeah. something that you've probably heard in 80 other movies before. True. I mean, but it's also, but you also keep in mind, it's a, it's a mother yeah. making Eclectic a mixtape for yes. her son, right? True. Like, as she's about to pass away. Like, no, it's a... The and first thing tape was just better. That's it. She was better volume one before she was That's really it. sick. Yeah. Obviously, the Zoom is not gonna is gonna be completely off well, the charts. The, the thing that threw me that that way is that so someone wherever they get they got the Zoom from. I mean, that song with Cat Stevens is a '70s song. Like it just felt like very like because everything else was like she was making this in the '80s. It was 70s and 80s songs. That makes sense. Yeah. Someone with a Zune in the 2000s listened to Cat Stevens. It has 300 that's songs, not, man. Yeah, that's, what are you talking about? I got, like, songs from yeah. the 80s. Like, I got... Yeah, my, I, 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 the person with the Zune, I don't know if it was necessarily 
going back into a deep debt back catalog. That's all. And one thing that there's three hundred songs. <laughs> fine. One thing I did thought was weird. Just and I'm I'm curious why. And this has nothing to do with the movie at all. Is that, <laughs> Is that when they have the song listing, they show Father and Son by Cat, sung by Cat Stevens, written by Yusuf Islam. And I'm like, why do they even make the distinction? Like, why not? I'm not total. Because, because if not, if not, it's the same Cat guy. Ste- yeah, but Cat Stevens would not have let them use the song with his own name. But, but, uh, but they, but they show that it's performed by Cat Stevens, who he was at that point before he changed his name. But he wrote, he wrote in this Cat Stevens. So like, why even change it at all? There must be some sort of... He religious, right? So, well, no, but then why not just have it as performed and written by Yusuf Islam? Like, why is it different? There must be a reason. Again, this has nothing to do with the movie at all. Oh, sort of does. There's the music in the movie. It's got something to do with the record label. It's got to be, yeah. Who owned those rights? There's something with that. Did you also notice in the credits with all the I Am Brutes? Yes. And then they would turn yeah, yeah. I, was, I thought that was kind of cute. No, I like the little dance. I actually didn't think that was cute. I thought it was kind of like, oh, that's a stupid little thing to do. Like, I thought it's kind of cool. Cool, it's translating all the no. own groups. I didn't think that was necessary. Well, fuck you. We get it. I am Groot. Like, <laughs> it's just uh, you're just. I am Groot means fuck you. Just saying. Yeah, I am Groot. I am Groot. Here's the thing too. I, am Groot. I just felt I am also Groot. weirder because like in the first Groot. movie, I am Groot was a bigger thing. Here, I am Groot. He said I am Groot a lot less, so it just felt like less of a joke. I'm Groot. But now, that is now they know what he when he says it. They know exactly what he means. He has a problem with language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going work. to see a speech therapist on Monday. Uh, Paul, did we ask you your your favorite character? I think we're on ratings. We're on ratings. I said everything. Sorry. Yeah, Nebula. Two beers. Done. It's I know. Since I clearly liked it more than everyone at the table, um, I would give five gems out of six. Okay. Um, again, I enjoyed Which it. Which gem doesn't it get? We think you're dumb. The one that's missing. <laughs> <laughs> the one that's missing. Yeah. Which one? Soul? I have no soul. That is the one, uh, um, to clarify, there's one of the six gems that we have not yet seen in the MCU, and is it, it is the soul gem. Is it orange? Green. Green? It's supposed to be green, but haven't... I don't know. I'm colorblind. I can't Green is the one that's, uh, was it, Doctor Strange? Yeah, so they've so changed the colors. They've changed the colors. Oh, fair enough, yeah. Um, right. Anyways, we're missing one. It is the Soul Gem. I think it's it. orange or yellow, right? Yeah. What's it? Um, there was some reference I saw to, like, was uh, the Gatekeeper maybe having it yeah, from Thor. Idris Elba's character, yeah, because his eyes are like. Yeah, so I read and then there was that, like yeah. a, somebody showed his costume has like a bit of a gem-looking stone on it. I read that. I I, I just don't buy that. He, well, he, he has a prominent shot in the trailer too. That's and sure, he Ragnar. did. Ragnar. Yeah, so. a, a prominent. Eye. And Idris Elba is so awesome. A, so a prominent. A prominent eye shot too. I fucking love that guy. Here, yeah. <clears throat> I, I just hope that uh, then no, Ragnarok won't suffer from. Set overloading Over set to do setting too much tricks. They're already yeah. trying to curl out ground, merging three different comic book stories, and plus set up Infinity War. It might get too convoluted. It's a lot of ones, unfortunately. So yeah. anyway, but back to the Guardians, though. Five out of six. Yeah. Five out of six for me. Again, wow. I enjoyed it overall more than the first one. Right. Um, I love that they built on all the characters. Yes. Not perfect, obviously. The, the segregation kind of mm-hmm. sucked, and there. I, I don't disagree with your point of some of the, the humor you could see from a mile yeah. away. But to the great work, it wasn't. You know, it, yeah. it was fun. Lots of laugh out loud moments. Mm-hmm. They made a good crowd at our theater mm-hmm. that really enjoyed a lot of it. Um, so yeah, overall, a pretty fun okay. experience. Tibor. Yeah, I'll give it a five out of six too. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was just fun. More than the first one. 
I don't know if I enjoyed it more than the first one, just the but I, like I enjoyed it. I had a fun time watching it. It was a fun movie. Like yeah. would have uh, been six out of six if you came with us, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's what was missing for Tibor. Yeah, it was, all, it, it, it was all. It was a communal experience. It was missing. Yeah, no, like I mean, I, it was just a fun movie. Like it didn't take itself too seriously. It was fun. Like, like. Well, that's something I wasn't worried about. I mean, the first movie didn't take itself seriously. No, I know, at all. but it's, it's it's sort of refreshing, right? Because like mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like don't get me wrong, I like Cap and all that, and but it's all like serious, serious Avengers, right? Like that's what makes me worried about Thor, though. I mean, the trailer obviously isn't something you can base a movie on, but no, like, they're I definitely necessarily... angling it toward it being more funny yeah but it may not be or and more guardians like yeah. obviously they know i don't want that for thor though that's the thing like i don't necessarily want that for thor because well, thor outside, outside, a, outside of the thor has a tone already yeah but outside of um Friends like of the first two thors even though i didn't wasn't awake for the whole movies <laughs> um, <laughs> like it's, saying, it's thor, still they go weird with it's, thor it's still had they still had their it still had its comedic moments i liked it and i think yeah, I, I didn't I think it that too, it had an over the top amount of comedy in the preview it was just more that one scene where he's about to battle hulk and he's like oh yes we're coworkers like yeah. like we're not going to fight like Paul that was, doesn't like it at all that, that line just makes no sense to me it's a friend from work. You say, I don't know what else you could say, but that line is My very, friend from the Avengers? Like, we're Avengers together? Just, like, something? Yeah, it was just... I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was funny. Like, we're friends from work. Like, that's essentially what they are. Say, I don't think I'm saying that. Do they get a paycheck yeah, for being care. in the Avengers? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe. In the comics, yes. There is a stipend for being an Avenger. There you go. And an expense account. So Adam, oh man, I want to down to you. What's your what's your score? And that better Gems. be a fucking wicked fight, like oh Hulk and there better or, be some fu- like yeah because yeah. Hulkbuster fight was really good in Age of Ultron, but I want that to be about like I want that to be something special. Yeah, um, this movie I give it four four and a half out of six. I mean, it, it was enjoyable. It wasn't to which one? <laughs> four and a half. Yeah, choose one. I'll choose the four and a half. So again, like, I give it. The I don't even know how I feel about it in comparison with the first one. I did find it enjoyable. Um, so four point four two is our <laughs> average. Thank you for crunching the numbers. So no problem. What is that out of six? Oh, oh like percentage? Yeah, what's the percentage? Come on, do the seventy-three point six or whatever. Seventy-four. Sorry, seventy-four. Seventy-three point six or seventy-four. Seventy-four. Okay, that depends on if you're rounding or nothing. Good. And I had 4.5 out of 6, so, you know, there I was closest. Yes, you were. <laughs> so our comic shenanigans pool. Yeah, shenanigans. Yeah, are you right. starting comic shenanigans rottentomatoes.com? Uh, has not <laughs> happened yet. <laughs> I doubt it will happen now, but... Um, no, I, I, I'm glad that everyone liked it, to a degree. Like, no one was... Hated it, which was good. It no. wasn't a bad movie. It was just... Adam, I don't think you've organized a movie night where we haven't liked a movie yet. But um, I didn't see Batman and Superman. You weren't there with for you. BVS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, BVS, no. Who was there was for that? It was, it was just you and me. Yeah, I think so. It was just me the two because I saw it. Like, I think a lot of us said it was terrible. <laughs> it was bad. Like was, Chris, that was a clear like he well, was maybe Justice. League. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe Justice League. We could. I think. Yeah. I think it was oh, just the two. Because I got a feeling Justice League is going to be shit. League. Well, so the next spotlight episode we're going to do is for Wonder Woman. So I don't know who's able. to... That looks like it's going to be good, but she I think looks Wonder hot. She's fucking. She yeah. looks really hot. And you know what? I just the the chick that plays Nebula. What's her name? 
Karen Gillan. I just picture as, as we were sitting here talking. I just Google her. She's yeah. hot too. <laughs> better than I didn't know. Zoe, I had no idea. Zoe she Zaldana. Oh, she's much better than Zoe Saldana. But Zoe Zaldana. I was looking at them when they were hugging. I was just like, yeah, Zoe. Yeah, I could definitely. get them both. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'd like, like to be in that too. Yeah, yeah, I would. But like, no, I didn't even. I had no idea. Like, yeah, I, yeah she's like a tall she's a, Scottish redhead. She's a redhead too. She's a redhead. Oh, yeah, check this out. Yeah, she's a ginger. She has no soul. You know that for sure. Well, gingers, I have no soul. Well, she traveled with Matt Smith for a, a few years. I don't know Matt Smith. The doctor. The doctor. Oh. Doctor Who. Never watched Doctor Who. No. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, you got some questions up to All right. Yeah, so, it's, it's like 1963 or something like that, don't it? That's a lot of episodes to catch up on. <laughs> Start from 2005, the modern era. So in a month, some of us will, will reconvene for Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think a month after that, we have Spider-Man coming out. Mm. So that'll be exciting. So Spider-Man's in June? Or July? July 7th. And then Thor's in what? September? November. November, Jesus. Yeah. And then it's interesting when you have this, you have the movie trailers before the movie and you got... We're still still being uh, recorded. Everything Disney, right? Because you have Thor, Spider-Man... Good thing our wives don't listen uh, to it. Star Wars. (laughs) Right. Did you guys have the, like, um... Called it. The Captain Jack Sparrow? Did you have that Mm, sequence? Yes. No. Not a trailer. Just a It was like a sequence. There was a preview. Like a weird commercial. Like a commercial. Can, can we take a commercial? Can we take a commercial? Oh, we, we, we had like a whole fucking sequence oh, wow. at my screen, no. yeah. Can we take two minutes to talk about the Star Wars trailer? Or is that sure. sacrilegious in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Whatever. podcast? Well, no, wait, it's Mark not, because this is Marvel's Star Wars, <laughs> which is owned by Disney, and then Disney owns Star Wars anyway, <laughs> that's, that's, that's all T- fucking Star Wars. Uh, T-Wars saw this on May the 4th. saw it on May 4th, I'm like, so you're seeing Marvel Star Wars on Star Wars. Side note on May the 4th, I didn't realize the origin? Yeah. Toronto. Is it really? Apparently, that's it. We, we started this shit. Oh. Yeah. I did that's not it. know that. Yeah. So, go so, ahead, Todd. So, if the next Star Wars is The Last Jedi, some, yeah, yeah. what's the, la- the last Star Wars ahead. going to be about? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> they haven't given a title to the ninth Well, no, we're right? just going to wipe out all the Jedi this time. And yeah. then we'll get to the next part. Respawn one or something? No, obviously, we're going to meet and do this again in December for the next Star Wars movie. I but you have to invite your friend with the lightsaber. Did we do the last Star Wars, didn't we? Uh, it's my friend. Rogue One movie. Your friend Rogue One movie. We did, but we didn't do the... Matt, Matt will come He's supposed to be here today, right? I yeah. We did. did. He got called into work. Yeah. I, well, I thought he was sick. <laughs> well, I don't know why His girlfriend was sick? Well, yeah. And the dog. sick? can't have two conversations <laughs> on a podcast. This is terrible listening. <laughs> what do you guys Sorry, talk about? Sorry, podcast. Talking about how Matt wasn't able to make it tonight. Oh, okay. He's the lightsaber dude. He is the lightsaber dude. Yes, the lightsaber And that brings us back to Star Wars. So what did you think of the trailer? I liked it. It was a teaser. It was meant to tease me. It teased me. Had you seen it before tonight? Okay. It, grabbed, it, sounded weird. it grabbed his balls. <laughs> jingle? Did it tickle? It, it did a little tickle, you? Bowl, but nothing else, you know. Um, no, it, it was meant to, you know. It did it ignite his lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> he felt the breeze through his no, ball. What, what did Drag say? It engorged his. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> engorged his nether regions. <laughs> Is that what it did yeah. to you? It <laughs> didn't quite engorge. Uh, dick jokes. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I mean it's. it's uh, Jack was really about the the dick in this movie, wasn't he? Yeah. Though, like he kept like pushing uh, Kurt Russell. He's like, "Do you have a penis?" <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's a lot of penis talk. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm intrigued by the by the teaser again. It doesn't give you a sense of what the movie's going to be about. Really, it just gives you some. Well, the here, Jedi must end. Here's the thing. Yeah. You had. Force Awakens, which played very safe and very much New Hope 2.0. Mm-hmm. So, this is Empire. This is Empire. Right. So, that's so you have the Dagobah sequence with her, her training with him. scared that we're going to, again, be 
rehashing stuff again. Yeah. And again, there are people who enjoyed First Awakens for what it was and didn't care about the rehashing stuff of it. Some yeah. people hated it because it was like, oh, fuck. It's, it's the same movie. Right. It was the same movie. Yeah. Yeah, right. the overall so, plot, yeah. yeah. Ray looks pissed, though, in the teaser trailer. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. Like, obviously, <laughs> this will be a darker tone, I think. You know, Evil, obviously, will probably uh, win out here. Uh, She's not a Jedi, though, right? She's just... Well, there's this concept of gray Jedi now and stuff. Well, it's, mm. see, I think... She's Force-sensitive, at least, at the very re- least. I read... A very little she's the force. 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 force with me. <laughs> I think you both made the same joke next to each other. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the force. Okay. So they have determined that Luke mm-hmm. is in fact the last Jedi. Okay. Right. Um, and and they must have. Which he was and, back in like 1983. Fine, but, but he was but always the last Jedi. He was the return which was then slaughtered by Kylo Ren and his posse. Right. Yeah. Um, posse. I thought it was just him, wasn't no, it? No, no, we see very briefly in, in the rain him and other people. Yeah. So we don't... There's so much we don't know. The first movie gave us so, some stuff, but this movie will probably flesh some of that out a bit more, talking more about stormtroopers, how they get like taken or built or trained, or yeah. stuff like that. We'll probably get more into the how the Jedi Order that Luke built had fallen to Kylo, mm. what Golem, Snoke, whatever you want to call him, is from... Um, so I think we'll see a lot of that happening, but I think Luke will feel like he tragically failed to rebuild the order, so he's he'll probably be hesitant to train Rey to mm. be another Jedi because maybe mm. well I think because the didn't whole he concept tra- of didn't being he a Jedi Kylo? he trained Kylo yeah yeah so he, turn. yeah so he turned right. on him right so yeah so I maybe think- he feels like he failed doing that for Obi Wan yeah. for Yoda so he doesn't he doesn't believe in Jedi anymore so maybe they'll make some new. As much as I liked Force Awakens, it does still <laughs> it does still make me sad that you know the last time we saw all those characters in Return of the Jedi it was a happy ending, and now yeah, it's all gone to shit. It's all gone to shit, and that's always going to kind of be disappointing that like it's Han tough, dies. It's a tough deal because you look at you had the expanding universe that were built in the novels yeah. afterwards, and a lot of people who read that and took the time loved that. Right, so yeah. the biggest thing going into this new trilogy was. Were people going to be happy with where they decided for these characters to go? Yeah. Are we okay with Luke disappearing and, and his Jedi Order failing? Are we okay with Luke and Leia divorced and having this? Han and Leia? Yeah, Han, 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 yeah. Han and Leia. Whoa! Okay. They did kiss. <laughs> That's a different movie. Sorry. They did kiss. Once. Are, yeah. Once. Are they sad at Han and Leia as his like divorced and love each other and look after? Again, the comics are, are in, in the same universe, they had twins and they had, a, they had yeah. three kids together. They were I'm happy. just going to sad just and not Leia to see to be a Jedi. Like, Luke and Han stuff. together again. Like, they're such a great story. Yeah, I would have loved to have yeah. seen those two on the There's screen There's another story where Hamlet himself was even kind of pissed that he wasn't involved or wasn't there at the end for Han. Or they they yeah. never had the three of them back together at any point. And that was one thing he was kind of upset about from that. That so they didn't even do like a flashback with the with the characters. I, and I understand the argument too of how, like any time they tried to plug Luke in, he would have stolen everyone else's thunder. Yeah, but I would be okay with that. So I don't know. He's Luke. Like, no, I know, but I, I, did, I did like that they played Luke till right to the end. Like, the, like I kind of like that in one way. It was like, oh fuck, when are we going to see Luke? When are we going to see Luke? And then it was like, and then he doesn't even speak. I thought that was kind of clever. In Best one payday Mark Hamill ever got. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, like I would have liked to have seen him and Han together on screen together. Yeah. You know, Which is like, funny too. But is that fan service? 
Uh, a little. Like, yeah. this movie will get bogged down by filling a lot of the gaps we got in the first one. Yeah. So I think it's going to be some, some pacing. Considering that I'm just glad J.J. Abrams is not involved in this one. Fuck him. No, fuck him. Honestly, he just keeps making the same it's, fucking movie over and over again. It's fuck funny to me that considering... Tired of him. Since Star Wars, Mark Hamill has made such a huge word... Um, Life for himself as a voiceover artist. Right, so yeah, yeah. know him. Yeah. So, of course, in the last movie, we didn't get to hear him. Speak, <laughs> he right? doesn't even speak. Like, yeah. He's such a, a famous voice, and <laughs> he's done so many. Uh, Mark Hamill. Luke, what does he do? Skybox. No. voice. Joker. He's, iconically, he's the best. The, 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 the voice the best people Joker. think of when they think of the Joker. He was the Joker in the 90s animated series. He's done so many different animated movies and video games since he is the Joker for a lot of people. And so he's just such an iconic voice actor in a lot of different things. So it's just funny that, you know, he doesn't get to say anything in Flash Awakens when he's just like this huge voice presence. I had so no idea that. Ironic. Yeah. I, I thought he'd only ever been in the Big Red One as well as Star Wars. That was it. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't do a lot of acting. Not a lot of on camera acting. Yeah. 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 When you do a role like this stuff, after. he was in the big red one. He was in the Flash, yeah. big red one. He was a trickster. He was the trickster in the Flash, both the original Flash and current Flash. So Cockknocker and Jane Cockknocker and Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah, like he's he's had some things, but not a lot of on camera work, and he's yeah. mainly been a voice so guy. The, so the trailers were good at Guardians of the Galaxy too. Yes, they were. <laughs> Is it that, that we're bringing it back full circle? Full circle, yeah. To where we started with the trailers, yeah. No what will sure. be interesting, too, is what they do with Leia, right? Like, how are they going to... Because did they save some footage well, that they were going to use Well, some people have said that they've used some of it for yeah, episode 9. That, yeah, so they're saving some of that footage for episode 9, is what we've heard. That's the rumor, so yes. it'll be interesting to see how they deal with the characters. Like, depending on how, how much she was involved with the story going forward, mm. you know. It's one of those things, too, where if she died, like, five five to ten years before, they probably would have been able to use her likeness and no one would have been feeling like it was too soon. But because she just died, I think that's part of why everyone's like, ooh, maybe not do this yet. Because, like, Peter Cushing, again, has been dead, like, what, 20-something years? Well, that's the thing. No one bats mine. Like, oh, I didn't even know. Like, my dad, like, I thought he would know. I'm like, so, you know, Tarkin in Rogue One, that's not a real character. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, that's totally CGI. He died, like, 20 years ago. I was like, well, to be fair, there is an actor doing... The yes, but then they and then do CGIing his face, CGI yeah. over it and try to mimic the voice and like. Well, the voice people, is him. The, I think the actor that did the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the, the same actor doing the voice and the motion. I right. mean, they do a pretty good Peter Cushing. Like, how do you get someone to, I guess, kind of do the? I, I guess that you find someone who can mimic the voice, but that's voices aren't hard. There's a lot of people who can do. No, that's true. Well, you have to mimic a character. Like, it's one thing to do a voice in specific situations, but to For actually sure. emote and For be sure. able to carry that character out in various different conversations is a little bit different, but it's a, it's a different skill set entirely. But uh, I guess we've come to the end. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for being part of this podcast. Um, you can email us at commerceshenanigans at gmail.com. Like the show on Facebook, read and review us on iTunes. Do people email you? Once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, it, it has happened. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Sorry. I, I've had a few <laughs> listeners who I actually have ongoing dialogues with, so oh, nice. it does happen. Email, Thank you, listeners. Email Adam, listeners. Absolutely. Interact. Uh, and can, if you have questions for the neighbors, 
Just, just ask Adam. Or the or the or the cousins, husbands like myself. Or the yeah. T-Bors. Or the T-Bors, the friends. Star Trek questions can be directed to me. Absolutely. <laughs> Email us. Inundate Adam with just emails asking us questions. Ad. Yes. So just, just inundate Adam. Give him a ton thing. of emails. Comic shenanigans at gmail.com. Like and review us in the iTunes. Uh, yeah, probably none of that junk mail though, right? No, no, yeah, no okay. junk mail, please. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, and you can also listen to us on Stitcher. Which is kind of a radio app that people can. Is that something well. new? No, it's been around no. for years. Yeah. Email Adam, that, everybody. It's not as popular as a podcast. Don't, don't send them that weird Google uh, document that was going around though. I don't. I have no idea. What the dot zip? Yeah. yeah. You're probably like you must be cast both shenanigans. This is true. <laughs> it's, uh, so, yeah, you know what? You need that would probably email. Like you need you need cbs at gmail which is probably taken, but yeah, something to bond. You know what? You're not wrong. Like so when I when I first was doing, it, I'm like shenanigans. Like was this the right? You know word? what? We can blame your wife and my wife for that. I know that. There have been many times. Oh, they're great spellers. Wait, like, is there a name change coming after episode five hundred? I doubt it, but I have one. How about how about comic shan? Uh, there's a lot of podcasts out Maybe there. Maybe we can make a contest and viewers can email. Is, five, is 500 going to be big? It better be big. We better well, all be invited. Oh, I will say episode 400 was six hours long. Um, it was like four episodes in one. So it's I going to be the AVX podcast with that one. Yeah, so video I podcast. Like, so I feel like, no, I'm no, not ready know, for that. Kidding. I don't want people <laughs> to see me. Um, but uh, I think episode 500 needs to be a lot bigger. So I've already put a call out. It's the renaming. The renaming episode? <laughs> the relaunch. Yes, what? Why would you rename no, it? I don't know. We're, we're, we're going to leave it to the viewers. viewers. We're that, that's, a, that's a valid point. point. Yeah. The, the, you probably would get more emails if it was an easier <laughs> shenanigans. <laughs> I'm sitting here since that came up. I'm like, I don't even know how to spell Maybe Adam doesn't want to answer, answer emails. No. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be honest. Even when I say it sometimes, I'm like, I, like, I feel like I'm rushing through it. It's like shenanigans. Shenanigans. It's quite a word. Just got it rolls off the tongue. Shenanigans. Well, only the way you do it. Like, yeah. you do it as a nice sing song thing. So Spell like, shenanigans. <laughs> sing song. Right now? Yeah, right now. <laughs> Two beers in. Yes. S H E N A N I G A N S. Now, slower spoken. Shenanigans. No, backwards. No. I'm not doing this right now. Alex is ready to go, so am I. All right. See you later. Thanks again for joining us, everybody. We will catch you next time, and our next Spotlight episode will be about Wonder Woman. In uh, one month, I like it. And uh, unfortunately, she will not have an invisible plane. I'm, I'm, I have a feeling. Anyway, we'll see. Thanks again, everybody. <laughs> I'm glad I ended it. Such a down, depressing note. No invisible plane. Jerry Garvey. Nobody cares. <laughs> we'll catch you next before it gets worse. We'll catch you next time. We will all read your emails. Bye bye. <laughs>